Someone in this room is going to be taken. Oh, it's a murder mystery party. Fun! Whoever finds the victim wins the grand prize. The keys to the stingray. Just the keys? No, Ryan, the whole car. Oh, yes! All right, guys, and we're back with Flix Talk. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about a very, very funny movie that we just saw, Josh and I, called Game Night. Now, um, now this movie is, uh, it's pretty recent. Uh, it just came out February 23rd, 2018. It had a budget of 37 million, but only grossed 21 million so far. Now, this movie right here stars Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams, Kyle Chandler, Sharon Horgan, not too familiar with her, Billy Magnuson, <laughs> Larman Morris, who I believe was the guy that kind of played the, the Denzel Washington character. Actually, he was actually did a couple of of different types of voices. Did you notice that he kind of did a, a kind of a good little impression? Yeah, he was pretty. Good. He was pretty spot on, dude. He was pretty yeah. spot on. He was pretty spot on with his voices. So I think he might be. He kind of like. I think that's his kind of trick of the trade. If he does stand up, he probably does impressions and stuff. I know a lot of these guys do impressions. Uh, getting back to the cast, uh, Kylie Bunbury, uh, <laughs> Jesse Plemons, who played the cop in there who was also in an episode of breaking bad and in a new, and in black mirror uh, an episode of the new black mirror season that's four that's right that's right that was a good episode yeah chelsea peretti danny huston uh michael c hall so it has like it has a huge huge cast and uh not to mention that one ca- i don't see him here on the on the list on the cast list but you saw him he was the character that played uh, the actor that played dexter what was his name Michael C. Hall, buddy. Michael mm. C. Hall. Oh, so yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I just named him actually. Okay, Michael yeah, C. Hall. Him, yeah. Okay, so you know we're doing this live. This is not scripted at all, but um, yeah, this is you guys' first time. Uh, Flix talk. We just do this kind of live. Uh, I'm in Southern California. I'm David, and Josh is in Las Vegas, Nevada. So we do kind of these video chats, and we just talk about movies. That's what we like to do. Now, this movie we saw game night. Uh, I saw it. That weekend, uh, Josh saw it yesterday, which was Wednesday night, and Wednesday night, uh, so it's had about a week to marinate, and uh, it's doing okay, I guess, in the box office. But we're getting a lot of um, pretty good feedback, I think, from from what most people are talking. What is it, like eighty seven on Rotten Tomatoes? Something, yeah, something. Some, like that. So I mean, it's pretty good for for a, for a kind of a quirky comedy. Um, now the story, in a nutshell, is. Rachel McAdams' character and Jason Bateman's character are in a relationship. It kind of shows a little backstory of them, how they kind of came to be a couple. And uh, both of them were captains on, I guess, what couples do. I don't, I'm not too familiar with this, but I guess game, yeah, game night is like kind of like a big thing at, at pubs. You know, so um, they meet at a pub during game night, trivia night, I guess it would be like a trivia game night. 
And uh, it just kind of shows like a little, you know, flash forward into their life and stuff like that. And they're a couple. And then now they host their own game nights, which they're very, very proud of. And uh, it's like a big, like a big weekly thing, you know, with, amongst them and their friends. And um, his brother, Jason Bateman's character, comes back into the picture. They haven't seen each other after a year. He's very envious of his older brother. And his older brother says, hey, I'm going to be in town for a little bit. I rented a house, like an Airbnb type of situation. And he says, why don't we host game night at my house, you know, or my place that I'm staying at? So he goes, okay, you know, let's let's go along with that. They end up going there and the brother explains it's not going to be your typical game night. We're not going to be playing, you know, charades or, you know, uh, Jenga, none of that stuff. But we're going to amp it up a notch and it's going to be almost like a live version of Clue, pretty much, right? right. Like, a, like a whodunit, murder mystery yeah. type of thing. And uh, what ends up happening is they get kind of sabotaged by real burglars that break in and the the friends don't they think it's part of the whole game that the that the brother kind of coerced or whatever but it actually ends up happening they find out about it and they have to kind of save the brother that's what it is pretty much in a nutshell without giving too many spoilers and it's just kind of like one of those quirky comedies um that you kind of see at the beginning of the year i think this is kind of perfect timing for this movie because you i mean you don't expect legendary movies at the beginning of the year other than like exceptions like black panther and stuff like that we i mean we had leprechaun back in the day leprechaun one of the most successful that's right that's that's a good little tidbit right right. there that's why jennifer aniston start yeah that's why i love working with you brother you know these little these little tidbits so when did that come out by the way leprechaun when that first came out i'm gonna go with and this is just off the top of my dome wow it's a tough one i think i believe it's 19 early 90s correct right Nine, yeah, nineteen ninety something. But uh-huh. I know that's what that's what made Jennifer Aniston. Oh yeah, definitely. And a lot of people don't know that it was one of the most successful um, horrors of that time because you know that's a slow year for horror too. That's the worst time to release oh, yeah. a movie. January it came out around January. Yeah, yeah, January is like the worst month for uh, horror movies. Those are usually guaranteed flops. I mean, you have exceptions like Split. I know Split. It's not Split's not really a horror movie, but the M Night Shyamalan film Split came out. And, um, that was, I believe, in January, and it actually did really, really well at the box office. And, and, and let me see. This actually, uh, Leprechaun was 1993. 93, um, uh. Yeah, and it did come out January 8th, and it, and it did pretty, pretty well. It made $8.6 million with a budget of 900000 So that's pretty good for and a horror movie. And that's why they continue to make more and more and more and, and they, more. And they just got shittier as they progressed. Yes. <laughs> Too much, too much comedy and too much, too much weed in the movies or something. Yeah, in my, in my opinion. So, <laughs> so back to game night. Um, as of February twenty eighth, uh, which was yesterday, we're recording this on March first, two thousand eighteen. Uh, it's hit twenty one point five million. So Jeez. it didn't it didn't make its total budget. I mean, the budget was thirty seven million. It's not going to do incredible numbers like an action film. Like I said, it's just a a regular you know comedy movie. Yes, I mean, what, what did you think of the movie overall? I thought it was pretty good overall. I really like the um, the camera shots. You know, when they're panning out and then panning in. Yeah, it, it kind of gave it that that uh, essence of uh, it being like Clue or some kind of game board. Right. And to me, and to me, um, I don't want to give too much away, but to me, a certain thing in the movie kind of reminded me of Monopoly. You know how he had those little um, the little spinner things on each board. Mm. I think that's what the car was supposed to represent. Okay. You know, yeah. And other than lo- that, was pretty funny. Like very slapstick humor, and uh, uh, Kevin and Kevin and Glenda, their their little banter together, that was hilarious. How they kept going back and forth. Are you talking about Chelsea Pre- Peretti's character, 
though with the yes. uh what she's you know what's funny i actually saw her on uh conan o'brien recently and i didn't even know that was her in the movie until i saw it but in the film um you guys will see it she's she's pregnant so i didn't i didn't even know and i hear that actually she said that she's married to jordan peele from the director really? from get out yeah you know keen peele nice. the, the big show there but um yeah, it's, it's just pretty cool that they kind of threw uh, her little character in there, and she kind of had a little little um, little cameo in there, and a lot, nice, funny little scene. But uh, the actor that really stood out to me in this film was Jesse. Pl- I I hope I'm saying it correctly. Jesse Plemons. His character was Gary, and he actually played one of the. Gary, yeah. <laughs> he played their next door neighbor, Jason Bateman, and Rachel McAdams' uh, next door neighbor. Now. He was part of a of a couple that used to go over for game night, and <laughs> and uh, I guess recently his wife left him, but he kept the house or he stayed at the house there uh, in the divorce. And I guess he was kind of like the awkward neighbor that they yeah he was t- totally awkward, totally awkward, totally awkward. He's a police officer, by the way, and and that kind of comes into play later on in the movie. But um, every time, honestly, dude, I was just. Like, I didn't know what to expect. I saw one trailer from this movie, so I didn't really know what to expect too much about it. As soon as they showed him on the screen, uh, Gary, and he's in that policeman outfit, he's holding like a dog and he's just petting him. And it's just such weird, awkward, almost like Dr. Evil, like petting a cat type of like, you know. Yeah. You know, from him and um, the. Ex- or Dr. Claw. Dr. Claw. Remember Dr. Claw? Oh, yeah. Gadget. In- Inspector Gadget. But like yeah. their their exchange back and forth, like was it was just like really like deadpan, very flat humor. But it was like very awkward humor, like almost like Napoleon Dynamite, like where things are just happening. But it's just like almost cringeworthy, like you have to laugh. And it, yeah. and it really made me laugh out loud and stuff, but I really enjoyed his character a lot. And, and like I said, um, uh, Lamarne, Lamarne, yeah, it's like Lamar Lamarne. with Lamar with any at the end, Lamarne Morris. Uh, his, I thought his character was really funny. All the couples seemed like they were actually real couples, you know? So, yeah. So that, that yeah, everything seemed totally legit and the pacing was good. Like it was like nonstop, man. Yeah, yeah, pacing was good. Um, there's a lot of action in this movie, actually. I mean, you might not think about it um, from a title like Game Night, but there's a lot of action that happens like in the second part of the film. And I thought it was actually really, really well shot. Uh, it looked like it was. This is actually filmed in Georgia, and a lot of the scenery, like a lot of the street level stuff, was was pretty cool. Like, um, I, I really enjoyed that. So, yeah, a lot of my my likes of this movie um, were definitely. Um, just kind of like the humor, the overall humor of everything, um, especially for Rachel McAdams, man. She, I mean, I haven't seen her in something funny like this since Mean Girls. You right. Know, you know, you see. Would her, you say it was more of a dry, witty humor, or would you? What would you? Uh, uh, it was kind of like a quirky. It was more like a quirky type of thing. Um, like yeah. I said, I only saw the dry humor from that one police character, Gary. Um, and I, I mean, no one really kind of overdid it. I mean, everyone seemed pretty genuine. And and to me, Jason Bateman... Oh, this is from the director of Horrible Bosses, by the way. So, Jason Bateman kind of plays like a Jason Bateman character where he's like right. very sarcastic, you know, and he kind of says things under his breath and stuff. And um, I, thought, I, thought he, I thought he was perfect for this role. Yeah, he really brought a lot to the table. And, you know, going back to Gary, Gary, Gary really, um, at the end, I don't want to give too much away again, but at the end, he really uh, proved to be kind of a badass, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when, yeah. They, when when they kind of show when they kind of let Gary back into their life because they do. I mean, you kind of feel bad for him, but they end up kind yeah. of letting letting them back in the picture. 
and he he's a little more than meets the eye. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to reveal too much. Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> but he is he is more than just kind of like that awkward um, neighbor character. Now, um, some of the dislikes. Let's see. I don't. I don't know if I had too many dislikes. I think I had a couple. I had a couple. Okay. Well, well, real quick. Let me uh, just off the top because I'm just kind of like freestyling it. Um, okay. Maybe some of the dislikes. I think there was a couple scenes that went on a little too long. There was a couple of jokes. There's there's a eh, there's a scene where it, where it involves one of the couples, and I guess he finds out that his girl may have been cheating on him. And I thought yeah. I thought that little flashback to who it possibly could have been was a little kind of corny. It kind of seemed like a little out of place or whatever. So there's a couple of scenes here and there that. I don't know. That could have been cut. They could have been cut. I mean, this movie is only like an hour and 40 minutes. So it's, I mean, it's already cut pretty well. But, um, other than that, I mean, I mean, with, with comedies, you're always going to have a couple scenes that could be cut or they go on a little too long, you know, but I think for the most part, these jokes hit, but then a couple of jokes kind of were flat, you know, I mean, there's this character, there's uh, one of the couples is, um, it might be Ryan. It might be the guy, Ryan. Uh, where oh, he's, yeah. He, yeah, he has like a different girl every single time he's there at game yeah, night. Yeah, he was different. He was he was he was something special, wasn't he? <laughs> he, he? He was kind of he was he was kind of more like the um, like I guess like the good looking idiot. Like yeah, you know, like he you could obviously tell like he was there for his looks, but he was just there was nothing upstairs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he said a couple of jokes that kind of didn't didn't really land for me. But other than that, I thought it was a really stellar movie. Um, also. Maybe like the last twenty minutes of the movie, it gets really kind of out there as far as action he goes, and it, you kind of lose all sense of reality. And you're like, okay, that definitely cannot happen in a in a in a regular movie. I mean, because these these are supposed to be like everyday people, right? Right. The and, common sense kind of goes out the window. And, yeah, and, and then yeah. it becomes like almost like a Fast and Furious type movie. You know what I mean? And it and you kind of like lose all logic, and 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 you kind of get, and then after a while, you're just like, okay, it's a stupid comedy movie. You know what I mean? But right. Yeah. Total total slapstick uh, comedy. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, there was one scene that bothered me where well, I don't want to give too much away again, but I think you know what I'm talking about when they're all in the dining room and and there's just like an insane amount of a certain thing. And you're just like, come on, come on, guy. Uh, when, when they're come at on. when they're at Gary's house or at uh... Uh, yeah, when they're at Gary's house. Okay, you know, and then Jason Bateman's in the other room, and yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. I think that's so that, that's probably another example of, <laughs> of scenes going on a little too long. I mean, yeah. they're they're kind of funny. I mean, they're kind of just thrown in there. Uh, it could have been trimmed a little more, maybe like five extra minutes or whatever. But um, uh, this is probably one of the funnier comedy movies I've seen in a long time. That's mainly why the like, like a huge reason why I don't see comedies in the movie theater because humor is subjective. You know what I mean. So some people might say, "Oh my god, go see this movie; it's hilarious." But then when you go see it, you know, like I don't find it funny it's because everybody's sense of humor is a little different. So yeah. um, kind of going into this blind, which I think people should do. I don't think anyone should see a trailer for this. Just go into it knowing that it's like a couples type of movie because we actually went to go see it with some friends. So it's actually kind of kind of perfect, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. I mean, we paid full price for it. Actually, no, actually, we t- take that back. We paid discount price, but I would, uh-huh. I would, I would definitely pay probably a full price. Not, nothing. And you don't need to see it in IMAX or anything, but just a regular two D. No. Yeah, two D on a Saturday night, you know, with some friends or whatever. Go laugh it up a little bit, and yeah, it was it was a cool movie. I liked it overall. I give it probably, 
I'd probably give it an 8 out of 10 on the comedy scale. I, I would definitely rewatch it again if I wanted to laugh or whatever, if I felt down and I wanted to just laugh for, for about an hour and a half. Yeah, definitely 8 out of 10. Solid. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to agree with that. That's actually uh, what I gave it as a verdict. Um, I also enjoyed Michael C. Hall, man. He really shocked me. And uh, it took me a minute. I was like, holy shit, that's, that's Dexter. That's Dexter, man. Yeah. You, you, you know, he dyes, he dyes his hair and then you can't recognize him, you know? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Just, yeah, I knew I, re- I, knew totally I recognized him. I knew I recognized him. I just didn't put the name to the face. And, uh, and yeah, uh, Dexter, well, the, character, the actor that does play Dexter, Michael C. Hall, he, um, he does make an appearance towards the end of the film. And, uh, yeah, his part was actually pretty funny. His, his, yeah. his role was that. Like, and that's the thing, like, with movies like this, it's, you have a couple people that are in there, like Rachel McAdams, um, you know, Jesse Plemons, who plays Gary, the neighbor. You, I mean, you don't really, they're more for their dramatic roles. I guess they're more serious roles. And you could, you see that they're funny. I mean, these people do have, they're kind of have a wide range, you know, a wide, broad range too. So yeah, they're, def- they're definitely dynamic. And, uh, I, I really enjoyed watching Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams, mm-hmm. like their banter. And then it was more like, Rachel McAdams pulled through if, if Jason Bateman couldn't handle something, you know, there yeah. are certain situations yeah. where she really kicked ass. Yeah. Yeah. There, and, and, and then there's kind of like a, um, it's kind of a conflict at the beginning. I mean, when they go to, uh, I guess, what was it? A clinic or something like that? Or yeah, that, that yeah. kind of, I mean, it's more than just a games night movie. It's kind of these couples, uh, some of the couples are kind of battling just internal conflict there. And, 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 and it kind of gets shed more delight towards the end of the movie. So there's a couple of little themes going on in there. It's not just your typical comedy movie. There's actually things that get brought up at the beginning and then I guess resolve later on throughout the movie, you know? Right. Yeah. It was, it was definitely, it was more like it was realistic in the sense that it, it brought in depth their each character's life and it wasn't just like a, like a flat, okay, we're just going to play this game and see what happens, you know? Yeah. There was definitely more to it than, than that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, d- I definitely, I definitely buy this movie when it comes out or see it again. Yeah, oh, yeah, I definitely want to see it again just to catch things that I didn't catch. You know, uh, plus I, I love a good. I mean, who doesn't love a good comedy movie? I mean, and Jason Bateman. Who doesn't love Jason Bateman? Jason Bateman plays. I mean, if you liked Horrible Bosses, if you like, um, is it Arrested Development? The show that he's in, Arrested, Arrested Development. Development. That kind of humor. Definitely check out Game Night. Um, full price or discount? I would definitely recommend. And uh, like I said, eight out of ten on the comedy scale, and you give it an eight out of ten as well. Definitely overall, yeah, I give it an eight out of ten overall. Okay, perfect, solid movie. Yeah, so that's so that's our review on that. Um, on a side note, on a side note, has nothing to do with this movie, but did you see that Avengers got pushed up a week date? No, April twenty no, seventh, Infinity Wars Why? comes out. Why? Because Disney yeah, rules the world, it. buddy. Disney rules the world, and that's all that matters, dude. That's Dude. all that matters. That's a side note, no. and I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to end it with that. Infinity Wars wow. comes out April 27th. Marvel's taking over the world. I'm a huge fanboy. Fuck DC. <laughs> and that's how I'm going to end it. It's probably, you know what? I'm going to have to say, going back to that, it's probably because of Deadpool, man. They can't have they can't have movies, you know, in the same month like that. That they close to together. That close together, yeah. Yeah, most likely they had to do that. For sure. You know? This is David signing out for Flix Talk. This is Josh signing out. Talk to you guys later. All right, guys. Peace.